Welcome to the Men's Alliance podcast. I'm David Mills. Men's Alliance is a growing movement out of Richmond, Virginia, where tribes of men meet in person weekly for an epic outdoor workout and a real world devotion around a fire. We're bringing men out of isolation, out of their comfort zones, and into something real. Hey, this is Dave Mills, and I want to talk to us today about putting our pants back on. All right. (laughs) It's definitely time, man, for us to put our pants back on. Now, COVID had us all working from home, Zooming and teleworking. We stopped leaving the house in our work clothes early each morning. And instead, a lot of us, depending on our line of work, started working from home in our pajamas, working from our laptops and iPhones all day while our kids ran around the house driving us crazy. But the worst part wasn't the teleworking, it was the teleworshipping. Watching church online each Sunday in our living room. All right, like my family, we did this for about three months. We'd gather the kids into the living room, refill our coffees, figure out uh, exactly how to get the Facebook Live onto the television or find our church's service on YouTube. Then we'd watch the worship service together. I'd be sitting on the couch trying to get my mind into the right place probably telling one of my kids to put their phone away, maybe mouthing along the words uh, to a song quietly, a little bit distracted by my dog, maybe a glitch here or there in the Wi-Fi streaming. And then I'd enjoy a good message as the pastor gave a valiant effort to connect with us over the internet. So we all can probably relate to this. We all went through this routine together, but here's the problem that I want to address today. Some of you are still doing this, right? That's the problem. Now, let me caveat this by saying, I have a daughter with no immune system. She received an organ transplant last year and is on immunosuppressants. So I understand the health concerns. And some of us are exceptions to the norm. I get that. So I'm not talking about those of you with a major immune system problem, or those of you who may be listening to this that are 90 years old and bedridden, okay? Obviously, I'm not talking to these uh, exceptions. I'm talking to you healthy men who got derailed by COVID and just haven't gotten back on track yet, okay? I'm going to say it to you plain. If you haven't gotten your family back into church yet, you're screwing up. You're being lazy. Virtual church is not the same as church in person. Nothing virtual is as good as in person. And you know this, virtual concerts, all right? Think about that one. That's why we pay big ticket prices to go hear bands in concert, because it's a thousand times better than sitting in our living room, watching them play our favorite songs on YouTube. It just is, and you know it. You know this is true when it comes to relationships. Talking with your best friend or your wife over FaceTime is not the same as spending time with them in person. Watching a college football game is not as good as being there for it with all the tailgating and the hype. All those things, though, they pale in comparison to the difference between worshiping God by singing, surrounded by other believers, shaking hands with Christian friends, and being encouraged and energized 
by surrounding yourself in a community with others each Sunday morning. Hebrews 10.25 puts it like this. Some people have gotten out of the habit of meeting for worship, but we must not do that. We should keep on encouraging each other. Okay, that's Hebrews 10.25. But it's not only about what we get out of church on Sunday. We get an awful lot, right? But there's more to it than that. It's also about what you give on Sunday. Because if you're still sitting in your living room, then you're robbing others of your presence and your community. You're robbing the church of your participation. You see, we don't just go to church for what we get out of it. We also go to church for what we can give to it. It's about our service, asking what our church needs of us, not just what it can provide to us. So maybe you're looking at it like this. I'm fine at home. I can still worship God from my living room. Well, sure you can, but can you encourage other believers from your living room? Can you invite new members into a life-changing small group? Can you celebrate baptism with a new Christian? Are you partaking in communion with others? Are you serving others? And how's that youth program in your living room? Is it providing the same level of spiritual nourishment for your 18-year-old and your 11-year-old both at their level? Is it connecting your wife with other godly women? Listen, in March of 2020, I stayed home too. We took Men's Alliance to Zoom for a few weeks. I wore a mask to work, all that, right? But by June 2020, it was time to go back to church in person. And I thank God for courageous churches and pastors like Brandon Samuel at the chapel and David Frost at Swift Creek Presbyterian, who were among some of the first churches to open their doors back up. But I'm telling you, if you're still not taking your family to church because of COVID, then you've taken yourself off the playing field. You're comfortable on the sideline, but you're not making a difference. You're not in the game. You're not in the fight. And you know who's really happy about that? Yeah, you do. Satan is. He's taking you out of the game by saying, relax, sleep in a little extra. You can watch it online. Keep your pajamas on. Hey, there's a virus out there. Sure, it has a 99.8% survival rate, if you catch it. But hey, you can never be too careful. Listen, guys, there are Christians in other countries risking death, risking imprisonment together in person in houses, basements, huts to worship, pray, and sing together. So let's have a bit of courage, shall we? Now, I've talked with a lot of my buddies about this topic over the past several weeks leading up to this podcast. So I know that a lot of you are not back in church yet because it's your wife who isn't comfortable. It's your wife who's extra concerned. Listen, I can appreciate the tension of that dynamic, but I'm telling you it's time for you to put your spiritual leader pants on as well. Okay, this is the appropriate time to play the Ephesians 5 card, for the husband is the head of the wife even as Christ is the head of the church. And 
I, I understand that this is an unpopular message, an unpopular passage in America where women are told they can be in charge of everything and submission is no longer a part of their job description. But if we value what God says over what culture says, then this verse is important because it goes on in Ephesians 5 to say, as he is the savior of the body, therefore, as the church is subject to Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Okay. And while some men have overplayed this verse and this card in the past in order to tell their wives and boss their wives around, telling them ridiculous things like not to wear pants and not to cut their hair and all of this stuff, now is actually the time to take this verse to heart. Because this is not about, you know, bullying and bossing around. This is about spiritual leadership. So it's time to put our big boy pants on, be the spiritual leaders, and get our families off the couch on Sunday mornings to find a Bible-preaching church that is not afraid to fully open back up and to say, honey, I understand your reluctance to worship in person, but as the spiritual leader in this house, it's really time that we're back in church. And then you just lead by example, right? You go by yourself if you must. You can't make people go. I get that. You can take your kids if possible, but you need to do what's right, regardless of whether or not they follow. Just set the example. Keep going. Be consistent. Hey, at least you'll be growing spiritually, and that will make you a better husband and father. We've got families out there that they haven't been to church together in a year and a half. You see, as the spiritual leaders in the family, men need to be getting fed spiritually, right? You can't lead if you're not being fed. So far too many families for far too long have picked a church based on the kids. And, and our family, we were guilty of this for years. And I learned this lesson over, over the past several years, right? Because their kids like it or their wives like it. They're going to churches based on that. And the men sometimes are not getting fed spiritually at these churches. They're just going because it's what the wives like or the kids like, right? Well, we ought to be picking a church based on which one is feeding the man spiritually each Sunday morning. Because if the man isn't growing spiritually, then the family is in trouble. It doesn't matter how much your kid enjoyed the finger painting on Sunday. Hey, if the head of the household isn't being fed spiritually, then the family ship is sinking. I know this message doesn't apply to all of you, probably not even to most of you. But if you're still not back in church in person with your family each week, then I challenge you to lead your family back to church gently, with love, and with kindness, but also with courage and leadership. Wear the pants in your family and wear them to church. Visit mensalliancetribe.com to find a tribe near you, or maybe you're the man to start one in your area. So check us out at mensalliancetribe.com. I hope to see you around the fire soon.